This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 91, another Wisdom Wednesday. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja Wisdom Wednesday. A happy new year to you all and I wish you the best year ever in your health, your relationships, your business, your wealth and supporting the charities and causes that you are passionate about. In today's episode, we're going to look at how you can plan to have your best year ever in 2017. This is how I am planning, so I appreciate you joining me in the session. Now grab a piece of paper and a pen and get ready to write down some notes and some thoughts. The first thing you need to do when you are planning for 2017 is to take a look back and debrief of what happened in 2016. I use the following framework to plan, and I'll use the same one in the review and the debrief process. My health, my relationships, my business, my wealth, and giving. So the first part is to look at each of these areas and ask, what happened? And this is where we look at cold hard facts numbers and results, and we also recap and review systems and processes that you used in all of these areas. So what happened with your health? What happened with your relationships? And what happened with your business or businesses? And if you don't have a business, what happened with your career? What happened with your wealth? And what happened with your giving? Did you give or contribute to the causes that you're passionate about? After you write that down, we move on to the second step. Now, the second step is where we look and see what worked. So this is the positive side. We're going to review all the positive things that worked in every area that we're measuring. We're going to look at what successes we had and what were positive things that worked that we can carry over to 2017 and even try to 10 exit or even do more of that and focus more on it. So what were some of the positives and what worked with your health? What were some of the positives and what worked with your relationships? That could be your romantic relationship, your relationships with your friends and family, your associates and partners in your business, or your coworkers at work. What worked in your wealth, and what worked with your giving. In the second step, also make a list of things that you are truly grateful for, um, expressing your gratitude, because this can be extremely powerful. So make a list of at least five things in each area that you are grateful for, because I have found that by expressing gratitude and being grateful for something, more of that will come into your life. 
And then, of course, step three, what did not work? So this is where we look at the failures that we have. What are the things that we did wrong? And what were some of the thinking, the behaviors, and the decisions and actions that led to this? Why did we do things a certain way that led to failure and disappointment? This will, of course, help us to create a checklist of principles and values that we can put in place as part of our future decision-making process in 2017 to make sure that we do not repeat the same mistakes again. So take a look and see what went wrong in your health, your relationships, your business, and if you don't have a business or businesses, your career, and your wealth, and then also your giving. Also make a short list of corrective actions that you can take to clean up the mistakes that you made in 2016. So if you lost money, make sure that you lost the money and not the lesson. Very, very important step. And that's the final step, of course, in the debriefing. So let's reflect a little bit and think for yourself, what did you learn? What did you learn that worked that you can do more of or focus more on to create more of that in your life? This is key because if there was 10% of things that worked in driving your business, for instance, and you can focus 100% of your time just on those things in 2017, that will 10x your performance in 2017. And then just also reflect of what do you want to do less of? Because if it doesn't work, and it didn't work in 2016, and it's not utilizing you and your human life value to its highest and best use and is not the highest and best use of your time, it either needs to be eliminated, automated, or outsourced. So this is very important. Make a list of everything that you need to cut and stop doing immediately. And I have found that list is just as important as the list of the things that drove your business and were the main drivers in your performance, in your health, your relationships, your business or businesses or career, your wealth, and of course, your giving. So this is, of course, a short exercise and should take you about 30 to 45 minutes. And this sets the table for planning in 2017 and your planning for 2017 should take you about an hour, and I would grab another piece of paper to start writing down some thoughts and notes. We're going to use the same framework in our planning for 2017. We're going to use our health, our relationships, our business or businesses, or our career, our wealth, and of course, giving. Planning, of course, isn't just a one-time thing that you do in the beginning of every year. Um, I review these plans every week to make sure that I'm on track and on target and tracking towards those goals, and then at the end of every month. So every single week, I review them on Friday and then every month, and then, of course, I do a yearly review, as I'm doing right now, to go into the next year. 
So start with a vision for your life in all the areas that we've mentioned, your health, your relationships, your business or your career, your wealth, and giving. And then write down a one-page vision for your life before you even write your goals down in all of these areas. This is extremely important. Um, I keep my vision document in a binder that I also review in my weekly reviewing process because that keeps me inspired. Um, If I had a bad week, it picks me up. If I had a great week, it even motivates me more. It's an extremely very, very, very powerful part of the planning process for me personally. So just take a moment and try to visualize what you want your life to look like. What would you like your health to be? What would you like your relationships to be? What would you like your business to look like and be? What would you like your career to be? What would you like your wealth to be? And what would you like your giving to look like? How much would you like to contribute to your favorite causes and charities? And after you've done that, we jump into the goals. Write down about one to three goals for each area. In the area of my health, I write down physical goals. I write down mental goals. And that's also where I put my personal development goals and my educational goals for the year. And I also write down spiritual goals. Then also write down your relationship goals. What would you like your romantic relationships to look like? What would you like your relationship to look like with your friends and your family? What would you like your relationship to look like with business partners, with co-workers, and with members of your community? And then also, what are your goals in your business for the year? What are your career goals? And then what is your wealth goals? And also write down your giving goals. I use the SMART goal setting system. SMART being that these goals have to be specific. They have to be measurable. They have to be achievable. They have to be relevant to your vision. And they have to be time defined. And I also use the KISS framework, which is keep it super simple. Do not overcomplicate things here. We all do that, and I can't figure out why, but you don't have to complicate it. You can have it as simple as possible. So with health, if you want to lose 30 pounds by March 15, 2017, that is specific, that is measurable, that is achievable, that is relevant, and that is time-defined. So then also, after you wrote down your goal in each of these areas in the same segment, Write down your why. Why do you want to achieve these goals? Because if your why is not strong enough, you will most likely not go through with this. And when it gets tough and when it gets challenging, you will not persevere and push through. So really write down your why, why you want to do this, and also what is at stake if you fail. So in each areas of the framework, you should have at least have one very big goal. And then after you have written down these goals and have this big, big goal in each of these areas, take the, these goals and chunk them down into manageable pieces. Break them down into four quarterly goals and then break those into monthly goals. And then after you've done that, you can get into your goals for the first 90 days 
and break down your months into weekly goals, and from weekly, you can break them out down into daily goals. They all fit into the big goals that you've set for yourself, so you will know that if you work on something today, it contributes to the overall big goal at the end of the year. Chris Brogan said, your day is your week, is your month, is your year. Very powerful. Then it's time to schedule the year and more specifically, schedule the first 90 days. I want to know what I'm working on, when and why, and how that gets me to my big goals that I've set for myself for the end of the year. So when you work backwards and go from your main goal to your quarterly goals, to your monthly goal, to your weekly goal, I would recommend one trick that helped me in 2016 after I read the book by Gary Keller, The One Thing. By the way, side note, if you have not read this book, please go to Cashflow Ninja Book, sign up for a free audiobook download and download the book and listen to this um, when you work out, you drive, or when you have time. It really is a must. But anyway, the lesson in the book is you should ask yourself the question, what is the one thing that's going to get me to my goal or closer to my goal that I need to focus on this month to achieve the quarterly goal? And then the one thing that I need to focus on each week to achieve the goal for the month? And then what is the one thing that I need to focus on every day to achieve the weekly goals? So you just break it down and work backwards again. So for instance, if you want to lose weight, let's stick with 30 pounds by March 15th. What is the one thing that you need to focus on in the first 90 days to hit your goals? And from there, what's the one thing per month that you need to focus on to achieve your goals? And what is the one thing that you have to focus on each week to achieve those goals and then focus on what is the one thing every single day that you need to do in order to achieve that goal. So it'll keep you focused on your goals and make it more manageable if you really try and find that one thing. Um, and I mean, I still do this daily. What's the one thing that I need to do every single day that gets me closer to my goals in all of these areas in my life that's going to contribute to the goals that I have for the week, that's going to contribute to the uh, goals that I have for the month, that is going to contribute to the goals that I've set out for myself at the end of the year. The final part of the goal is accountability. So who's going to keep you accountable? Well, your journal can keep you accountable if you don't have an accountability buddy. I really believe in journaling. Um, I started doing that last year, and it has been a game changer for me. I get up in the morning. I review my daily goals. I express my gratitude. I write it down. I um, Yeah, I write down my thoughts and my ideas, and at the end of the day, I debrief. I see what successes I had for the day. If I achieve the one thing that I needed to accomplish that day to get me closer to my goal for the week, for the month, for the year. So I would highly recommend it. And the journal that I'm using right now 
is the Freedom Journal, and you can grab a Freedom Journal at cashflowninja.com forward slash Freedom Journal. That's the one that I'm using if you're interested in journaling. Again, it's been a complete game changer for me personally. I highly, highly recommend it. And then also get an accountability buddy. Get your partner, your spouse, a, a best friend, uh, a coworker, a business partner, but definitely get someone that holds you accountable, that you can share your goals with, and that also provides you feedback and gives you positive reinforcement when you do um, hit those daily goals and those weekly goals and those monthly goals. And then at the end of the year, achieve that big goal because it's always fun to celebrate with someone when you achieve those goals. So this is an overview of how I'm planning personally for 2017. I hope uh, this was informational and provided value for you. Please let me know your thoughts. You can tweet me on Twitter at MCLobsher or email me at info at CashflowNinja.com. I am super excited about this year. Thank you so much for listening and spending some time with me today. And thank you for joining me on this journey for 2017. I have goals this year that are so big, they scare the loving daylights out of me. And you listening inspire me and am the reason why I do what I do. So thank you for those that reach out to me. You truly inspire me, and I am truly grateful for having you on my journey. Until next time, be amazing and live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 